0: crad getting Network. I am the law, and this is the 27th episode of Big Black One. My name is Conrad, alongside my friend Eli, and this is the podcast where two Americans patrol their way through the Judge Dredd Magazine last episode we reached the end of 1992 in our mega timeline so we're taking an episode to do a retrospective of the year in magazines you know we're just trying to talk about this previous year and to help that conversation we're going to give out awards for a bunch of categories welcome to the maggies Da, 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 da. <laughs> yeah. so categories as always eli these are defined as loosely as possible you could give a met you could give one for a whole like a panel on a page or for a whole year of work. We'll go over ours and then do reader nominations and appreciate everybody who wrote in for those um and yeah, I like this going on, and you know listen again, the magazine. We've, we, I feel like even in our, in our brief run of the magazine eli we 've passed the point where like the number one stone cold classics are, so things can get spicy in terms of what people like and what they don 't like, and I think that 's pretty exciting right <laughs> right, right and there 's a lot to choose for us <laughs> <laughs> absolutely, yeah, I mean you know now we 're in the mega now we 're in volume two, so it 's fortnightly, you know at about 20, you know, 30 or so issues this year. Four four thrills per more. It's an exciting time. So let's get started with these here awards. We don our ruby uh, tuxedos with Category 1 Best Art. What's your top art and artists for this year of (laughs) 1992, Eli? I want to know. I got to know. I got to know. Well, uh...
1: What I was trying to do with this list is make sure I didn't just yell Colin McNeil over and over again throughout it. <laughs> um, b- sure. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I, that'll come up later. But for best art is Mechanismo. Mm-hmm. I, I mean that. Uh, oh, nice. As <laughs> I um had to give it credit. There were a lot of contenders. I even have a runner-up. But the reason I chose Mechanismo was because I feel like it captures what I think is so awesome about Judge Dredd, which is beautiful violence and the humor. Mm-hmm. And it just, I feel like it's encapsulated Absolutely. so well in Mechanismo with uh, Colin McNeil. Um, but as I said, I did have to give an honorable mention to one that almost took the spot, which was pretty much, Ooh. I mean, um, Judge Anderson's side division, um, all the ones that were illustrated by, um, right. Uh, uh Arthur Ranson.
0: Arthur Ranson. Uh, yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, Yeah, every time I came across one of them, there was like uh, The Witch Report, uh, Blith Spirits, Reasons to be Cheerful. I loved all those. They're very detailed, very nice. Um, But yeah, but I felt like they didn't quite capture the spirits. It was just just like a a hair there. Uh, But yeah, those are my (laughs) top. Uh, Oh. What's your favorite art, artist? Oh, I guess man. Art, I mean, right?
0: I, it's just Yeah, just art who you
1: giving your award to for
0: best art? Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I usually just do them by stories, I guess, but I mean, you know, in theory, I'd love it if somebody would pick, you know, there's certainly room to have like, here's this like page, you know, mm-hmm. here's this like one piece of, you know, one in, or individual panel or something that is just mm-hmm. the greatest, you know, I, I don't do want to have
1: one of those. If you want, if you want to know, Ooh, about what do you it. got?
0: This would um, be it... like, uh, my, my friend Sheridan's, uh, grail page, like old or, uh, <laughs> Clark's as well. Uh, the, the ultimate page of, yeah. Um, I, maybe I should do that this year. Um,
1: I should Ooh, go yeah, with a, hear, artist
0: comic and then a panel, um,
1: so, my favorite panel came from. Let me see. Da-da-da. Oh, uh, Rockin' Tommy, who? It was a very short one. Oh, nice! Uh, by, uh, it was about this guy who was just uh, had a head with now no mouth, eyes, or ears on it. Yeah, but he yeah, Got yeah, to yeah, one yeah. of those pleasure pinball things, and there's a scene where he gets his his head shot off and (laughs) that panel where his freaking
0: like his his teeth go flying out and stuff like that yeah it
1: was so gross so graphic (laughs) but so well done i just could i thought it was amazing uh Absolutely. So, yeah. Oh man,
0: I was going to put your top panel and make that the cover of these awards shows, but now I'm a little worried about it because I feel like we might get flagged or something like that. But I appreciate your choice, for sure. It,
1: it is hard to swallow on that one. That's a that's a hard mm. sell to to lead with, but yeah, I I just love it so
0: much. Absolutely. Yeah, so I think for me, um, I mean, I got to agree with you for a lot of your choices. From uh, <laughs> in in third place for me, my second runner-up, I had Colin McNeil for for, for Mechanismo. Um, mm. You know, Colin McNeil's one of my favorite artists for a lot of the reasons you said. I really like Mechanismo art-wise too. Just I really love. I, we talked about it on the show, but just the. Uh, like the Mechanismo <laughs> robot designs and stuff yep. like that are really mm-hmm. cool. There's a bunch of cool, like, vehicles and things in the comics yep. as well. Also, just some fun, like, people of Mega City 1, I guess. there's right. one. There's one Mechanismo um, page where one of the robots is malfunctioned and there's just a bunch of, like... Slack-jawed mega-citizens Like climbing on one And like posing for photos and stuff That I think is also a really fun panel (laughs) You know? Right Kind of capture the citizens really well, I think. Yeah, I think you're right. Like exactly. that's how I imagined yeah. them. Yeah, so it's it's not just shoot-ups, it's also like these funny slice of life things and stuff like that as well. Yeah. So I had yeah, that for second. Uh my my or for third, my uh my second place winner, my my, my first runner-up was actually like you, I had Arthur Ranson. Um nice. especially <laughs> for that reasons to be cheerful uh story, which had Anderson going it's mm-hmm. the undercity of ruined new york and fighting this vampire angel and stuff like that i really <laughs> love that story a lot of the art for that is yes. some of my favorite work ever like honestly mm-hmm. there's that one panel my grail page would be that one where anderson's like shooting upward as the as oh, the vampire yes. like just like like flies down on her i love that page yeah. that's yeah. really cool I, I actually
1: screenshot that one and it's on my desktop i have so <laughs> Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about.
0: <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, um, and, you know, just in general, I really – yeah, we're going to get some more Ransom doing Anderson in, in the new year. And I think he's really great. I love how his – I've said this before, but I love how his – he's got a really realistic style that I think goes really well with, like – the sci-fi stuff of um, of dread or of of Anderson of Mega City One, I guess it's kind of cool seeing him mm-hmm. have to fit in like the helmets and the shoulder pads and stuff because that's <laughs> not Northern, <laughs> right. what he'd be drawing, you know. Um, right. But I, for I my have, winner, I have a theory yeah, on that. A, Oh yeah, uh, I
1: actually have a theory on that. I think the reason I love that artist with Anderson is because Anderson's view of the world is much more grounded in realism, like. It's kind of that balance. Whereas I feel like yeah. Colin McNeil, that kind of uh, over exaggerated element, kind of goes to Dredd's character. So I'm wondering if I'm psychologically yeah. adding some of the characters to the art as well. Mm. I'm a pilot. I mean, to that. I
0: think that's a perfectly, I think that's cool, though. I think it's cool that, you know, and I think that makes sense, honestly, that these, you know, because it's art or whatever, because it's drawn, it's got to be way more subjective just how mm-hmm. it looks to the character and stuff. Like, I think there are definitely mm. certain art styles that make more sense for Dredd than for Anderson, say. You know, and mm-hmm. I think that's sort of something that right. buries through. Like, you know, just if... <clears throat> I think that's something that's really, you know, a good work for, for an editor, finding the right artist for the right character and stuff mm-hmm. like that, for sure. Definitely. Um, yeah, but for my winner, I gotta say, uh, Sean Phillips for Devlin Waugh swimming in blood. Mm. <laughs> nice, uh, you know, <laughs> we, were, we were pretty down on, on swimming in blood when we were going through it, and I feel like both of us have warmed up to it as, as time's mm. gone by. Mm. And yeah. I would say that, um, for me, for me, really, the art of swimming in blood is really the treat in that in that story you know yeah. i love all these va- all these vampire designs this crazy claustroph the, cra- the claustrophobic feel of aquatraz you know mm-hmm. and just like devlin devlin was a delight just to sort of To check him out. There's so many like he's just always iconically posing, you know, (laughs) Right. whether (laughs) it's the early time where he's got like the cigar and he's like, oh, yes, like I've come to fight, you know, or then later when he's like, like flexing and got the musculature and the veins popping everywhere and stuff like that. Like right. all this stuff is really cool and looks really, you know, it's really great looking and really like yeah. Sean Phillips clearly like, you know, taking care to draw these characters to be really fun and interesting, yeah. I think. Yeah, I definitely wanted um, it.
1: Uh Devlin Wall, that was my third place. I was trying to keep it down to 2, mm-hmm. but yeah, that was right right yeah. behind. So, I'm glad we see very very close nice. so okay, eye on.
0: <laughs> Yeah, no, we've got some. It's some very, very, very similar viewpoints, I guess, in terms of <laughs> of what art we're looking for here. I think it's it's fine. Listen, like, hey, if it's good, if it's if it's the best stuff, then it only makes sense that we'd agree, Eli. You know, right?
1: Exactly. <laughs> like, but it is interesting that we prioritize dude, them differently. Like we have different like uh, a <laughs> hierarchy. But that I think that's fun.
0: Yeah. Well, I think for me, it's like. I really wanted to make sure that like, I don't know, to make a point of this Devlin Wall one just because I do feel like we we, we were kind of down on it, I guess. Mm-hmm. And I worry about recency bias with mechanismo. <laughs> like, you know. Right. It's one of these things where <laughs> where whenever one of my tops is it is also like in a comic that we just read before we do the award show, I kinda gotta be like, all right, like, you know. Is this actually good, or not? is it just the best thing that I've seen recently? You know, so I gotta push it, <laughs> push it down because I don't trust myself, Eli. I don't trust myself. Right. <laughs> definitely, definitely. But all that said, okay. So art. Oh man, exciting times. I think it's something that you know, obviously, key to comics, right? If it's not, right. if there's no art, it's just words, buddy. Like that's right. just that's just the facts, uh, <laughs> right? But hey. Sometimes words are important, though. I mean, whatever. Um, <laughs> so we go to Award 2, Best Writing. I meant it said Category 1 instead of Award 1 for the first one, but I don't, I don't care to go back. It's fine. Just move forward. Okay. Um, Got it. Onward, upward. Whatever. Yeah Best writing Listen this could be A line of dialogue Like one speech bubble Could be really cool But you know Also just sort of The general flow Of storylines And things like that Uh, Who's your What's your favorite writing for this one, Eli? I, I should uh, – I'll, I'll give everyone a look behind the curtain of an award that Eli forgot existed before right. we got ready to record for this one. Yes. Uh, no, I had, I had trouble
1: with this one because uh, I said I tried so hard on best art. That took most of my time. If I had to break up my award giving, it was like mm-hmm. 70 to 80% art. And then uh, the rest of it was like, okay, story. And then I was like, oh, no – there's writing, which is different. So I had to, like, split my brain Ooh, on that yeah. to be like. Um, but uh, what I ended up coming to was, well, actually, let me go with, I hadn't thought about a single dialogue, a single word bubble, but one does come Ooh. to mind, which is from Devil and Wall. All What's right, it, a, a real way? quote. Where, where he says, uh, Ooh, uh, I prepare for a trouncing. Trouncing, I believe. <laughs> he, uh, one of the vampires comes up to him and he just slaps him in the <laughs> face. And then he does that big flex move, and he's like, "Prepare yourself for a throuncing. trouncing, trouncing. Yeah. I don't know, well, yeah. um, but I remember, <laughs> I remember that, that was a lot of yeah. fun. I'll have to look it up. Sort of a but, trounce uh,
0: and a thrash
1: combined. Um, I guess. <laughs> but uh, as far as writing, I really let's let's go let's go backwards. I like how you went from third, second, first. Um, yeah, no, I like so to yeah, bottom, my second yeah, place start
0: low and then go high. Yeah,
1: right. It builds the suspense. Uh, you're, you're a true showman. Uh, but, um, Listen, that's what they call me. Uh, but my second place, I put um, Armitage. Um, Ooh. Yeah. I really like that. Um, I really like the writing on it. It was able to keep... I don't know, maybe it's because it's a mystery that I give it like some extra mm-hmm. credit that it was able to convey these ideas yeah. and characters really well and kept me engaged. Um.
0: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and I think this this year's Ar- or the Armitage we had this year, the uh, the influential circles story, mm. definitely also did a lot to like try to build this world of Brit Sit and be- create mm-hmm. more backstory and characters for the character of Armitage and stuff like that as well. Right. Yeah, definitely. Um. Uh. So, but my first
1: place I'm gonna give to Calhab Justice, um, which <laughs> it could be because of the accents that I give that, I'm like, wow, that's hard to do. Like, you know, <laughs> uh, that I was able to read this stuff in the accent and it uh, communicated and it translated well. But uh, I don't know, <laughs> it could be, I just give that a lot of credit. I think it was written really well. Um, I think also a bias of mine was when I had to make that switch from like, hey, story and writing are different. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, what stories do I like yeah. that, you know, have the art and writing together that I enjoy. So there is an element of writing where I was like, I liked, if someone was just reading this to me and I had no images to look at, would I still enjoy it? Would I still like it? So that's right. what kind of the criteria was for, for these ones. Uh, I feel like just the, the the language used was enjoyable enough to carry it on its own.
0: Definitely, yeah, that makes sense to me. And I should say hmm. the the writer for Armitage is Dave Stone and the writer for... Uh, is Jim Alexander. Just for the record. Right. Thank you. <laughs> but yeah, uh, what what
1: uh, who who what writing did you enjoy the most, Conrad?
0: Oh yeah, listen, I like this writing. Yeah, why not? I'd say my my top quote would actually be another um, another Devlin Waugh one, which when he first <laughs> appears in Aquatraz and he says, um, "Like my name is Devlin Waugh and I'm here to steal the show." That's my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> one of my favorite things, just like how smooth that is, you know, The when best first appears way to, down there. Great way to enter a room. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So I would say, so my uh third place, you know, second runner-up writing, I've got uh Alan Grant and Tony Luke for uh, the Midden Face McNulty story, mm. uh, A Man and His Doog. <laughs> which... I think Like You also has some of that phonetic Scottish stuff as well that makes it fun <laughs> to read, I guess. But, like, I don't know. I, I'm i a big fan of Midden Face. I thought this story was pretty fun. Like, I liked that it had a lot of, you know, it had some time travel stuff. It had, um, <laughs> like, returns for certain side characters like Max Normal and stuff like that. Big firefights and just sort of jokes about Mega City 1 and um, about Scotland, I guess. So I just thought it was it was a, it was a fun a fun read a fun uh, a fun read, and I thought it was a fun story because of it. Um, my second place winner, my first runner up, is a uh, Garth Ennis for Judgment Day. Nice. Which I believe he also I also gave him a a a runner up in um. Over on the spinnies for Space Spitter 2000 for, uh, in 2000 AD, you know, for the same reason, basically, just writing right. a decent mega epic that I really that um, had a lot of callbacks to past stuff that I thought was a lot of fun. Right. And then just finding a way to split it up over the the Prague and the Meg. I think that's a decent job of, uh, right. of, of doing that stuff. That, that's what you want in your mega epic. Yeah, and just, you know, it had all these, bringing back all these characters that I knew. Um, you know, I sort of talked about on Space Spinner just that I think if you want to levy a criticism at it, could say that's sort of a, a fanboy or a fan fiction mega epic. But hey, I'm a fan, so I'm fine with that. Like, I'll, right. I'll take that fan service, whatever. Yeah, exactly. You know, it had <laughs> these characters I know and zombies and robot armor. So okay. I, I don't know how you can complain. It's fine. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. Whatever. And then my winner for best writing is of co- is um the legend John Wagner, um, mm. and especially actually for two dread stories he wrote this year, uh the Texas City Sting and Mechanismo. Um, <laughs> nice. I I really like the writing in Mechanismo just because um. I thought there were some really fun moments in the course of the story just dealing with dreads, like hatred of robots, you know, but also like, I like how he played around with the fact that we all knew it was only a matter of time before the robots started malfunctioning, basically. Right, right. (laughs) I I really remember one moment where, like, a little kid, like, shoots, like, a toy ray gun right. at the Mechanismo. And <laughs> the Mechanismo just, like, pats him on the head like cute kid, but like, Everybody's, like, ho- holding their breath because you know something bad's about to happen, you know, right. and then it doesn't. And I feel like that was really fun, just playing with our expectations of what uh, this story's going to be about and stuff like that.
1: Definitely. I remember that moment because I was like, oh, is this next panel going to be this kid dead?
0: And yeah. yeah they- <laughs> no, we all. Yeah. Like you could. It was so obvious that I'm glad they didn't take the bait for it, you know? Mm. <laughs> um, and then I also really love this the Texas City sting, which was when Dred goes to Texas City to get like fugitives. Oh. And like the local sheriff says, like, you can't get those fugitives. So Dredd then takes a job as like a debt collector. And like takes him in for debts they owe and stuff, just because it felt like a rare time where Dread, like, does a caper or, like, you know, he's got to like do a heist of these citizens, you know? Yeah. And it felt like that was the only time Dread smiled, too. Yeah. Like, he had, he seemed to have fun because he, like, I remember he elbowed some lady in the face or something like that. He's like, (laughs) yeah, I gotcha, you know? Right. and just that that was such an unusual dread story but not unusual in a way of like this doesn't make sense or that's not what mm-hmm. dread would do you know but just right. sort of a here's dread doing something that's out of the ordinary from what you'd expect from the character that i thought mm-hmm. was really cool yeah and writing that in a believable yes, way i think is
1: very challenging so yeah they definitely nailed it
0: absolutely yeah, I mean, and that's what you'd expect from John Wagner. I mean, he um, created Dread, and I feel like he's really he's a master of combining the the serious with the funny. I think, which I think mm. is a really great a really great skill for sure, and not not as common as you'd hope. You know, right. like I think now, him I have... being able to do it and do it really well is uh, is, is really masterful. Yeah, and I have a question. that, that was two
1: stories. Yeah. Is that your first and second, or you put both those in your second?
0: No, no, no. See, I'm giving this to the person who has two two
1: pieces of work, you see? Right, right. I get you. I got you. I caught up. Listen.
0: (laughs) Hey. I can't stress enough. One, they're my awards, so I can I can do what I want. But, <laughs> right. But also, also again, like you know, it's just it's it's here to help us talk about it. Uh, you know, I'm not yeah. gonna uh, the, the 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 Academy isn't gonna burst down the door by God and be like, this is un- right. unacceptable awarding. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely, or something. I don't know. No, but no, that's um, great. That's a great pick. <laughs> But, okay, so listen, Eli, all right, now we're, now we're in the thick of it, you know. We've talked about best writing, and we've talked about <laughs> best art, okay? And I'm tired, and now it's time to bring those two things together and synthesize writing and art into an overall story. And that takes us to Award 3 Best Overall story. What's your top everything? What's your number one? Number one. for right. that, This year that was.
1: Yeah, yeah. There was a tough. I mean, uh, it took me a while to come up with this list, but I did narrow it down. Uh, Ooh, so nice. let me start with my my silver medal goes to Mittenface McNulty. <laughs> Ooh, uh, nice. Love that. Yeah, love that story. There was a T Rex in it. There was time travel. There was a person with four arms. It was just, what more could you ask yeah. for? Uh, Tons of Alex- mutants. Tons of craziness. Right. right. The writing was great. The uh, artwork was good. Uh, and it had that, I really love um, these stories for that combination of humor, seriousness, uh, and then sci-fi. I like, I, I need those three. absolutely. And I feel like Face nailed it.
0: Yeah, no, totally. Yeah, the the three bars of a good um, Judge Dredd story, you know. (laughs) Right. Um, Okay, but I gotta know what's this number one.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It is uh, tea with Miss Gunderson, uh, which, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, just couldn't, couldn't, couldn't beat it. Uh, It was where uh, Judge Death came back and just had a tea party Mm -hmm. with Miss Gunderson.
0: And couldn't kill her. It just... <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, couldn't kill her. Um, no, she's too pure. She's too innocent.
1: Right. Um, it was... Um, <laughs> That's amazing. That con- yeah. It's the... Um, it's because me learning so much about Judge Death and throughout all the stories and kind of having this big mythos built up, I felt that it handled it mm-hmm. very well. Like, it was him doing something that I didn't see coming. I was like, he's definitely going to kill this lady. It's, it's, it's easy. But then yeah. being like, no, Judge Death actually does have a code. He'll kill you really easily. If you do anything, he'll kill you. Oh, but yeah. if you don't, if you're just oh, living she, your life yeah. giving people cookies, he's like, I can't. There's nothing. I have, I have a code here. Um,
0: so literally, short, but literally, just an, literally an example of the exception that proves the rule or something like that. Yeah.
1: Right. Exactly. But I love that story. Uh, just coming back to it, I was like, I don't think, even though I, you know, love Mechanismo, I loved uh, a lot of the Hershey stories, loved a lot of the Anderson stories, but I just couldn't top it in my heart. (laughs) Nice. That's Uh, awesome. I
0: love it. Yeah, but
1: uh, speaking of things you love, (laughs) uh, what is your uh, top story?
0: Oh my gosh. All right, yeah, top overall story here. So, um, Again, like, I, I think, yeah, a lot of it is, again, just, like you said, actually, I loved that, getting these things out of these synthesis, uh, synthesis, yeah, synthesizations <laughs> or something of, like, yeah, That's of art and writing, humor, science, you know, sci-fi elements, stuff like that. I think there's a like... We've had some rough times in the magazine this year, but also some really good ones. And I think it's definitely, Mm -hmm. you can definitely find a bunch of good stories in here. Uh, For my third place, my bronze medal, I've got uh, Devlin Woss, Women in Blood. uh, Nice. By John Smith, art by Sean Phillips, lettering Steve Potter. You know, like, again, we were down on this one when we read it. But looking back on it, I do like this story a lot. Um, The art's really fun. I like John Smith just sort of creating this character and having the guts to not actually have the character do that much. <laughs> it's kind of an interesting move, move, I guess. Definitely. Like it's really it's it's really funny. I mean, you know, listen, to use the modern term or whatever, the the, the 2021 concept, like Devlin Y isn't really a hero. He's more just kind of vibes, you know, he's just sort mm. of, he just sort of vibes his way through right. this vampire apocalypse as opposed to really doing a lot of fighting or expertise or anything like that. And honestly, mm. I can appreciate that. Like, that's yeah. fine. That's good stuff. Yeah, I absolutely agree <laughs> My second place winner is That Mechanismo Oh that's a fun story um, And just really <laughs> plays again with the history Of Dread, it's really amazing art By Colin McNeil And it's a really mm-hmm. important story But sort of for the future of Dread and and the magazine honestly like I'll I'll tell you now that 93 is going to have a couple more Mechanismo stories this is something mm. that's going to be we're going to see played out in the page of the magazine for a while to come sort of on the strength nice. of this of this first great story That is exciting. But for my winner ooh it's got to be Yeah, no, absolutely. I'm definitely excited for this robot stuff, Eli. I need these... I don't want RoboCop, but I want robot cops. And I need that team mm. in the middle. That's that's important. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Um, But my winner for overall thrill, my goal has got to be Judgment Day. Uh, Mm. Written by Garth Ennis, art by Dean Ornstrom, Chris Halls, Peter Doherty, Carlos Susqueira, lettering Tom Frame. I love, you know... I feel like Judgment Day might not be a top mega-epic, I guess, in the pages of Judge Dredd. But it's still a really fun... I thought this was a really fun one. I don't know. Like, I gotta... Listen. Even in 2021, <laughs> I got a soft spot for a zombie apocalypse. Like, I'm always happy yeah. for that. Um, and I really liked the, the flipping between the the progs in the magazine as well. And then, you know, just to to be selfish and take it out of the comics at least, just the you know, us getting together in the judgment zone and doing a three person podcast about those thrills is also a lot of fun. And I gotta you know, that's gotta be worth something in terms of making this, you know, a thrill that I'll remember, you know, the 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 ninety two magazine thrill that I'll remember the most and that had the most impact on me was definitely this big mega epic.
1: Yeah, it is. And I mean, I think that's great. I mean, I would love to argue with you on your picks, but they are all amazingly solid. So like, (laughs) um, uh, I think the only reason I didn't have like the judgment uh, judgment on my list was because Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, that's that's like picking a top six by picking one thing. I I, I felt I wasn't bold enough. I didn't have your braveness to
0: (laughs) to put it all out there. But no, it's Listen, great. I'm ready. You know, I'll always I'll i I'll, I'll, I'll take all S tiers on my on my uh, <laughs> team, Eli. I've got no shame. I'll take these <laughs> top guys. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> so let's let's pull out just a little or or, or zoom, out zoom out of our yes. focus a little bit. All right. So we talked about writing, we talked about art, we talked about stories. Now we got a little bit more of a nebulous category, Eli, which is MVP, most valuable person, most valuable player, whatever, for 1992. And, you know, this one, another sort of ill-defined one, I kind of use it as a way to, if you want to talk about a specific character or a specific thing, or just if you feel like something sort of, I don't know, was a big supporter in the previous year or something like that, this is a great, this is a place to do it, I guess. Yeah. So what do you... You know, mm-hmm. but honestly, in the end, it's up to you, like, whatever you want uh. it to be. I don't, you know, <laughs> whatever, we'll figure it out. So what right. do you got for for MVP for 92, Eli? I'm, I'm dying to know. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Wait, 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 hold on, actually, sorry. Award for MVP. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> Official. Uh,
1: I, had, I ha- always have trouble with this one because I always want to, like, mm-hmm. I have trouble picking humans because I feel like, you know, doing comics myself and knowing the work that goes into it. Like, I, I have trouble, like, uh, being like, oh, this person. Because it's such, it's like a team. It's like, a, mm. it takes a village to really grow. sure um, So I always tap out and just pick a fictional character. So that way I can, you know, just That's fine. sleep well. Uh, I really yeah. loved um, Judge Anderson. Um nice. It could be yeah. just my, could be my exposure to her just increasing and me, like, learning more about her. But I have mm-hmm. taken her as... Like, my surrogate into the Judge Dread world, where I'm like, uh, oh, I feel nice. like we yeah. feel the same about a lot of things. So, when she's going through stuff, dealing with these tough choices, I'm always like, oh, man, this is this is hard. Like, uh, in comparison, I remember the Judge Dread Christmas Carol, and he was going through some moral mm. stuff, but he brushed it off. He was like, yeah, hey, whatever, I'm doing my thing. Like, he's yeah. not losing sleep over this thing. But I'm like Judge Anderson. She is. She's she's staying up some nights, staring up at the ceiling, just wondering about stuff. Uh, So I I feel like that's uh, (laughs) tough job, tough break for her. Uh, Hershey's catching up, but right now it's uh, Anderson is who I who I ponder about after the you know the tape stops rolling and the recording stops. I wonder how Judge Anderson's Mm -hmm. doing.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think that makes. I mean, she Anderson. I think is very much designed to be that sort of foil or opposite of dread, almost. You know, that like where where dread is certain, Anderson questions. You know, where he's hard, she's soft. That kind of that kind of stuff. She's yeah, yin to his yang or whatever. <laughs> um, and so I do think that yeah, that it means that. She can have these more introspective stories, or stories where she, you know, that that are about her not being certain about the Justice Department in the way that you can't really have for dread. I think we're going to see a lot more of that actually in the in the years to come, or nice. in, in the in the in stories to come for Anderson. Definitely, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm looking at some in the coming year. There's going to be some interesting stuff for sure. Nice. Um. Yeah. Can't wait. Uh, yeah. So yeah. For who me, do you me, think yeah. is the most valuable player. <laughs> Well, you know, I like to flex my behind-the-scenes knowledge muscles, Eli, so I do like to pick uh, a real person, you know. Devlin water. I'm a a weirdo, you know. Um, Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Musculature. Look at my veins. Um, But... (laughs) For me, I'm going to say my MVP for 92 was the artist Carlos Esquera, Who's He's, he's <laughs> one of my favorite artists. Um, and he did a lot of stuff in the magazine this year, actually. He uh, did some really fun stuff, both for Armageddon, the Bad Man, and Al's Baby. Plus, oh. in 2000 AD, he was doing um, Judgment Day. He had like, the taking of Sector 1, 2, 3 right. in, the, in the magazine as well. Just yeah. a ton of these. Like he was in the magazine a whole lot, actually. When I yeah. when I sort of now thought I'm about, about it, it, especially from yeah from volume two onwards, you know. Yeah. And for me, he's such a great artist, and his stuff is so like dependable. I guess is what I want to say. Mm. Yeah, it, like I think it allows some of these wackier artists to kind of. Get away with things or something like that, you know, like mm. you can have uh maybe like uh uh Dean Ormston or something being drawn some real crazy dread shit when because you've also got Carlos Sascara like sort of you know keeping things inside the lines and like you know just right. blowing it out of the park while doing so at the same time, you know mm. no that's um, that's a great pick, and so for. Yeah. And so for me, I think that makes him a really valuable, you know, a, a really valuable artist inside the magazine, sort of. And I feel like John Wagner is kind of like this on art as well, or also Alan Grant, I guess. But sort of, you know, these sort of older hands that are here to kind of keep, to hold the the, the tiller steady, I guess, mm-hmm. while some of these younger guys are getting getting crazy. <laughs> <know>? <laughs>
1: right. Yeah, it would definitely be a completely different world without without him. Uh and you're right. I think that's oh, yeah. great. Because uh, yeah, when you as soon as you mentioned it, I was like, "All oh, right,
0: there's like pages upon pages yeah. of artwork in there." I mean, that's who I like to. That's usually who I end up picking for MVP. Is just like who's done a lot of work this year, yeah. you know? Because I'm think about that especially if it's like maybe not the yeah, if it's not like the most marquee stuff, sometimes. Um, I think that I don't know. There, there's sometimes artists who are both in the comic a lot, and who when I see them, I kind of perk up. I'm like, oh, hey, it's this guy, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, and I think that's <laughs> for me. That's Carl Saskara through and through, absolutely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So now we've talked about our choices for the magazine, Eli, but I want to hear what people who are listening have to say about 1992 and the Meg. So, I put out a call, and ask people to send in their Meggie nominations. And let's hear them now. Greetings from the past. Conrad here, speaking very quietly in Fox's attic, to bring with you your Meggie nominations. Thank you so much, everyone, for sending them in. From the 2080 forums, Colin, you'll never walk alone, says, best art, Colin McNeil. Um... His strip, this his work this year is still just top quality at a level I don't think he topped until his recent output. Well, I say recent but he's done um, but the work he's done since interaction is some of the best of the greats the Prager Meg telling me about mysterious future things uh, runner-up shaky cane might not be the best thrill but damn it he does have some lovely art along with Sean Phelps for Devil Waugh best writing John Smith I love swimming in blood John Wagner clearly deserves runner-up mention and then best thrill it's not close Devlin Waugh swimming in blood just a magnificent epic story so dripping in atmosphere and blood Um, best month August if I'm honest it's the least bad strip backing up swimming in blood it's a tough listen like four strips makes it tough to figure out best months with a Meg like one kind of dud strip can really just make sour the whole business I think Wizbang says for the maggie's best art color scarer for al's baby in armageddon best writing john wagner for al for mechanismo best overall thrill the judge dread uh mechanismo and sheridan says for the maggie's top thrill judge dread raptor Ooh, dark horse though i'm tempted also tempted by mechanismo but i'm gonna guess plenty of others that voted for that um here elsewhere indeed it's a popular strip uh, let's go over to Facebook and specifically over to the 2080 Megaverse, where again, friend of the show, Willie Russell, did a poll for top magazine thrills. The top four in that poll were Judge Dredd, um, just overall, the all the Dread stories with 32 votes, Devlin Waugh with 21, Armageddon with 6, and Face McNulty from the end of Volume 1 with 4 in that th- there's a lot of there's a lot of discussion in that thread but it's hard to sort of narrate facebook conversations i guess so i'm just sort of mostly pulling people's formal meggy nominations here greg meldrum says with profound predictability i have to go with smith phillips for the key players um as a story swimming in blood is pretty straightforward and com- follows a common smith structure characters go somewhere horrible things happen along the way everything goes mad Make up your own ending, but the atmosphere is superb. The bit with Murray trying to free the freaks is absolutely terrifying, and a great example of what Smith can do when you team him up with an artist who can render his vision in gruesomely plausible shades. Ooh, that's really that's a really great point. I think as far as the lead characters go, Smith hits a home run with Wah, the ultimate vehicle for his choice bon monks <laughs> I actually think Murray's the best character, and I thought, ooh, the exterminator with limited spotlight and through character actions rather than words. Smith takes a humble everyman insect exterminator and has you rooting for his survival. I was so glad he made it alive. Excellent, yeah, I think that's true. Murray's good side character here. I love the format of the magazine. Longer stories, different artists, more adult-themed, but what was commissioned was just awful. Aw, jeez, the negaverse fares its head. (laughs) <laughs> Samuel Barrell says, Devlin Wall was great. Smith Phillips were perfect for each other. I can't remember much of Britsit Babes, but I remember the art was horrible. At least I thought so. Armitage was decent, though. I've only read Calhab once, and that was enough to know that if I ever do a Prague Meg Slog ever again, I'll definitely be skipping it. Oh, geez. You know, these poor Calhab cops. Come on. In fact, Dread Anderson and Devlin Noir are the only ones I would read. I don't even remember Armageddon other than Carlos's art. It's skippable, but you know, still, I don't know. <laughs> Willie Russell, the man himself, says uh, for best writer. I really want to reward John Smith for creating the magazine's only enduring character, Devlin Waugh, but John Wagner's clearly keeping the, comic, uh, the comic's head above water. Best Artist, honorable mention goes to Yan Shimony, whose art for the Texas City Sting I really like, but Sean Phillips announced himself as a superstar with Devlin Waugh. I don't think he reached this level of brilliance with anything else he painted for Tharg. MVP, I'm going to cheat and award it to Wacker and Iscara. Again, can't stress enough. No rules, just right for... All award nominations. (laughs) Wagner's drag was the only thing stopping the magazine from drowning in a sea of stories so mediocre no one remembers them. Carlos Esquerra's lovely painted art elevated Garth Ennis' dread and the Owl's Baby sequel from good competent work to strips that provide my only fond memories of this period. Oh man. You know, it's 92. It's tough. Finally, Julius Howe says MVP for Dave Bishop who, our uh, editor, who, after Wagner and Grant agreed to co-edit but really meant to have um um after Wagner and Grant agreed to co-edit but we're really just having a look at a few ideas and McManus managing editor meant dealing with all the business stuff Dave seems to have been on his own running and writing everything I'm pleased he couldn't also draw he would have done that too listen we're in the era of the editor writer of 2000 AD I think it's a I don't know if it's a great era but it's definitely one we're in anyway Thanks so much for everybody who wrote in. You know, listen to Meg, of course. We're, we're Big Meg 1, smaller show than Space Spinner. Understand it. Really appreciate everybody who sends things in. I've got to do more to get the word out for it as well. Uh, thank you very much. And here's to another year of awesome magazine stories. All right. Take it away, Conrad Conrad and Eli. <laughs> Thanks everybody for writing in, and here's to many more mega nominations. So before we go, Eli, I want to talk to you a little bit about what's coming up in the new year for the Judge Dread magazine. It's gonna be very exciting. There's sort of a list of thrills and stories that we'll be talking about, basically. All right. For next year, um, returning stories. Of course, we'll have Judge Dredd, right? Listen, it's, it's his magazine. We're going to keep going. Um, right. And then we'll continue on with the stories we've been talking about. Um, Al's Baby will continue um, into the new year. Right at the start of, of a 93, we'll have um, a new Armitage story as well. Oh. And I believe, I believe a second Armitage story as the year goes on. Um, we'll have more heavy metal tread, mostly with art by John Hanklinton being all weird and body horror y, which I'm pretty excited yeah. about. Um, yeah, excited, <laughs> of course. We'll, well, yeah, listen, it's gonna be a whole thing. Um, we're definitely got get more Judge Anderson, um, including a story called Childhood's End, which I remember being very important. Um, Whoa. more Judge Hershey stories. A very brief Devlin Waugh encounter, but it's going to be Devlin Waugh meeting Judge Dredd. Ah, worlds oh. are colliding. <laughs> More uh, Calhab Justice, and then a very brief check-in from uh, Chopper, uh, Marlon Shakespeare, doing some uh, sky surfing and stuff like that, keeping us oh, all excited. Oh, wow. Yeah.
1: Man, that's a lot of heavy hitters. I yeah. like that. I can't wait to catch up with Absolutely, yeah.
0: <laughs> Totally. Yeah, listen, got some friends coming back, gonna hang out. But, you know, that's our new, that's our old friends. For new friends, for stories coming in, we got a bunch, actually. There's gonna be a story called Sleaze and Rider, which is about a bunch of uh, bikers going into the Cursed Earth. Ooh. Meanwhile, another new story called Hark and Burr, which are a bunch of Cursed Earth-like... I guess like they have, like, a weirdo shop or something? I forget exactly where they're... They might be morticians, I forget, but they're a bunch of cursed earth weirdos who are also doing stuff. And speaking of cursed earth weirdos, we'll also have uh, the story "Missionary Man," which I'm super excited about. Um, that's probably one of my top two, my t- one of my top two most excited for stories um, hmm. of of '93, which is just about um, <laughs> some got a uh, like sort of a cursed earth western story about this preacher running around shooting people and stuff, like giant pistols and stuff. But it's right. got art by uh it's written by Gordon Rennie and is art by uh Frank Quietly, who's one of my favorite artists. So I'm really excited um for that one. Mm-hmm. Um and then yeah. we'll get a Brits it brute, which is more it stuff, <laughs> someone to fight alongside Armitage, I guess. We'll head over to to Hondo City, which is um, for the story uh, Shimura, which is going to be a big magazine story about a uh, very samurai-inspired um, Hondo City judge. That's, that's Japan and the Dread World. All right. here's um, a are perking up. Yeah. Then um, we'll get the taxidermist, which oh, that's the other story I'm really excited mm. about, which is just about <laughs> this um, guy who does taxidermies of human beings – and he goes to the Olympics for it, I believe, is what this story is going to be. And I'm just so stoked for it. Oh, man. It's one of the greatest magazine stories, period. Um, gross. I'm looking forward. Yeah. It's going to be, listen, it's going to be beautiful and gross at the same time. Amazing. Yeah. Um, then I guess less excited for this story called "The Creep," which is about kind of a weirdo in the Undercity of Mega City One, and oh. then a story that like I hope is good, but I've forgotten all about, but sounds interesting is a uh, Pan-African Judges, which is about a bunch of uh, judges from different parts of uh, Africa in in the Dread World, sort of running around hmm. forcing of okay. the visiting in there. We haven't seen very much of it. I think we'll also visit it briefly in the progs in 93, but we've definitely seen very little of it. I don't think any, actually, of Africa in, um, mm-hmm. in Judge sure. Dredd so far. Well, we've heard pieces of it, but, like, you know, whatever. I don't know. It could be, could be yeah. interesting. We'll, we'll yeah. give it a shot, I guess. I, mean, yeah. I gotta go. Oh, that, I gotta know. Yeah. Oh, that's going to be <laughs> just at the end of 93, so we won't see too much of it, but whatever. <laughs> it's still a little bit. Also, um... Just for dread stories, I think the big dread stories I'm looking forward to in the new year are gonna be um just I believe we'll have two different mechanismo return stories, actually. Like mm. one of just him returning the <laughs> just more mechanismo stuff. We're getting way more robot judges in the new year. So if I hope you're I hope you're happy about that, Eli. I know you, I you love your robots, etc. Yeah. I do. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> then beyond the magazine itself, um, in our show, we should in the course of '93 we'll get we should hit the halfway mark for volume two of the magazine towards the end of 1993. There's about 82 issues of that I want to say 80 some, and so we'll get into the mid '40s um, in '93. We should also, um, thus, if my math is correct, either get to or be very close to covering um, a total of fifteen percent of the magazine in the course of the um, of our coverage there. So you know, just working our way through, slowly getting, slowly getting closer. You know, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, Also, I should say, due to just sort of both the bandwidth costs of me uploading this show and how long it takes to edit everything, we're going to contract the show a little bit, which basically means that we'll be doing four, issue, four issues per episode. And so this show is going to go back to being every other week, basically. Um, hopefully not too much work for you, Eli. I apologize for putting that on your plate.
1: <laughs> um, no, it's all good. I go in for seconds, so put, put as much on my plate yeah. as you want.
0: <laughs> oh, it should be good. And it's just that like, and I think also just if you've been through 90, if, if you're a listener, you've been through 92 and you've been like, oh my God, like you guys are putting out two shows a week. That's a lot. Like, you know, going <laughs> to scale back a little bit. So now just three shows every two weeks, it'll be fine. You know, I don't know. Yeah. But I feel like also this will help us with um, where there's longer stories. We'll be able to see more of the story mm-hmm. at once, I guess. Yeah. Which I yeah. think should be helpful just in terms of getting a sense of some of this stuff. Because right now, the downside of two of two issues per episode is just that sometimes things get very staccato if it's like a mm-hmm. very long story, I think. I right, right. We'll give it a shot. We'll see, mm-hmm. you know, still very much figuring how this show is supposed to work. So, you know, we can... <laughs> <laughs> see where we're at at the end of 93 and then change it up from there i think but also if you're right. listening i'd love to know what you think as well for sure but yeah all right cool all right thank and hey thanks so much for sticking with me for another year you like oh man yeah no problem got no place out down <laughs> oh man
1: patrolling the judge three down streets. now
0: absolutely 29 to go or so i <laughs> guess whatever should be good oh man all right I hope everybody enjoyed the show. As always, you can find Big Meg One on iTunes, Stitch, the Google Play Store, Spotify, or our podcast site at BigMegOne.com. Feel free to contact us at bigmeg1 at gmail.com, the 2080 Forums, or on our Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter pages. For all of those, check out Big Meg One, all spelled out, and you'll find us there. This show is brought to you by Steve Green, Robert Hardinghan, Sam Miller. Nick Klein-Sorge and your friends of the 2008 Forums. If you'd like to join them and help support the show, we'd appreciate it. Check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash That's our podcast network. There you can support the show, receive a ton of excellent rewards, including advanced episodes, coverage of Modern 2008 in the magazine, and even monthly Q&As with Fox and myself. And come back next time. As, hey, we're starting 1993 with a bang. More Al's Baby, more Dread, more Armitage, all kinds of crazy stuff. It's going to be a lot of fun. And until then, I'm Conrad, there Eli, and me are the One. Drop